Vampire Movie Club. Hooray! Shannon! Let's go this way. And you are? I am Bryn. I'm Annie. Katie. John. Jillian. Abriel. Hooray! And today we watch Transylvania 65000, which I have um, the best story about. But we're going to go back this way, and you have to tell us, what, if, what would your, superpower. if you could have a superpower, what would it be? I had to think really long and hard about this one, um, but I think probably telekinesis, the ability to move things with my mind. I am so lazy, that would be real convenient. Exactly. I would never have to get up off the couch for that second cup of tea. I would pick flight because then I could go to Disneyland. Like, <laughs> how did we know? <laughs> so one of my favorite characters from X Men is Nightcrawler. Ooh, so so you, I would have to go with teleportation. You want to be able to bamf? Yes. Because you don't know if you can fly fast. Like you, right. be I can slow. at least go where I can see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was also going to say teleportation. You can you can say that. That has been happening like the our whole vacation. I would order something and then he would order the same thing. Or he would order something and then I would order the same thing. That's hilarious. <laughs> All the time. Are you gonna say uh are you gonna say teleportation? Yes. That's cool. <laughs> well, Is it for actually, a different she's reason? not gonna say it. Maybe cause... you have a different reason. I mean I have no emotional connection to Nightcrawler. <laughs> I just think it'd be real cool to teleport. Noted. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to go with what Jillian said as well. Um, I've always liked the idea of flying, and I have even, like, reoccurring dreams where mm-hmm. I just, like, hover and fly away. I have reoccurring dreams where I fly. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question, but I'm going to let Brin go first. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to steal Abrielle's answer um, and also say telekinesis, because I feel like it is all-encompassing. I don't have to fly if I can sit on a couch and make the couch move. I don't have to be super strong if I can pick up a car with my brain. Oh. It is. And you can also burn down the village when you lock everybody in the gym. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Cool. That is also a thing. I can go all carry. Um, but no, I feel like it's very all-encompassing. Mm-hmm. So That's fair. It's I feel like it would be mentally exhausting to make a couch fly all the way to Disneyland. Would it be um, so comfy? It would be. have to stop and nap. Would it, though? If you were just, like, thinking really hard the whole time. What if you only had to give it, like, one command? Like, and then it would just go. That sounds nice. I feel like if I were, like, a baby Jean Grey telepath, then yeah. But, like, if I was, like, like Professor X style, I could take us all. Like, I just need a real big couch, you guys. Okay, cool. But I'm vacated Disneyland. I love it. With my mind. I am going to go. That's great. Please get that. I'm working on it. Please get that. <laughs> um, I'm also going to go. I have two because I'm a cheater. And my first one is flight. And then I'll ask you guys about dreams in a second. And then for some reason, when I was a kid and then anybody would ask, like, what do you want your superpower to be? My standard answer was always to be able to throw with incredible speed and accuracy. Because I really wanted to take oranges and be able to throw them at, like, people doing annoying things. <laughs> had, like, violent kid-like tendencies. Um, but I'm just, because oranges won't hurt, like, you know, so it's not like I'm trying to throw well, it's hard enough. <laughs> Yeah, um, incredible speed and accuracy. It was speed and accuracy, but I could probably control that speed with my accuracy. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. Uh, no, I wanted to be able to throw oranges at people that who were annoying me. Um, and so that was my answer as a kid. But of my flighters, uh, do you have a certain way that you fly if you dream about flying? 
Um, no. My, well, I mean, mine is always just kind of like drifting over Ooh. things like kind of, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Meditating? No, like it's Superman like... Superman style? Kind of Superman style, but just like gliding. Ooh, That's okay. the word I wanted. Yeah, mine is very much Superman style. Like, you just hover oh, on up and then glide. Good job. Mine is most certainly uh, Raccoon Mario. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have to jump and I have to fly like this. Oh, and then I have it. to land and then I have to fly and I just have to, like, dolphin through the air while I'm flying. Oh, and oh, I have yeah. flight dreams all the freaking that time. That seems like a lot more work. It is a lot of work. <laughs> and then I start to fall and I'm like, shit. And then you have to, like, know how to get under. Just wag your tail really fast. Like, <laughs> like, in where you have to dip under the thing to get to the secret exit. Oh, my gosh. The bridge drop. Yeah. yeah, I draw, I fly, I super fly like Mario. It may have been my years and years of playing Mario <laughs> instead of doing homework. Last night specifically, I had like a bunch of homework to do. Uh, not for school, but just like things I have in my life that I need to do. And then I decided to play Yoshi's Island. And so I was like walking <laughs> while the cupcakes were baking. I'm walking into the game room. I'm like, do, do, do. Ten-year-old Shannon not doing her homework. <laughs> playing Yoshi. And this was like singing to myself about being ten-year-old Shannon. Because ten-year-old Shannon did not do a stitch of homework. But she got real good at Mario Brothers. Yeah. So I should put that on my resume. <laughs> like, can play Mario. <laughs> cool. Well, today we watched Transylvania 65000, and I have the best story about it for you guys, which you've already, like, half heard. So, I was under the impression that Transylvania 65000 was that Bugs Bunny cartoon, but that it was, like, an hour and a half long, and so that's why I initially planned it to be, like, Sunday at 11 a.m., and we were going to have, like, Pajama Jam Jam, and it was going to be so (laughs) great because we're watching cartoons, and then someone else in the group was like, Jeff Goldblum, and was so excited, and I'm just like... What is, what is he talking about? So I decided to look it up. And turns out it's a movie, you guys. With, like, people. Yay. And not just Bugs Bunny. And that the Bugs Bunny like, one I was thinking about the people. is yeah. seven minutes long. Which we also watched. So, so we have two things yeah. to talk about today. <laughs> two Transylvania 65,000. But we watched... Oh, I didn't look up what year it was. Did anybody? So 85? Uh, 85. 1985. Transylvania 65,000. Directed by Rudy DeLuca. Uh... Starring a whole slew of people that we know, it's 80s-tastic. We have Jeff Goldblum, we have Ed Begley Jr., we have Carol Kane, we have Jeffrey Jones, we have Gina Davis, we have Michael Richards, and we have Norman Fell. We got a whole bunch of people in there. Did I miss one that you particularly needed me to mention? No, I think you got it. I think I got it. I got the highlights. So great. Yeah, this movie is ridiculous. <laughs> Had any of you ever seen it before or heard of it before? Oh, yes. yes. I knew it existed, but I don't think I'd ever actually seen it. Okay. I haven't seen or heard of it. Neither. Neither. I've seen it many times. <laughs> this is like my me and my mom's like go-to, like, we don't know what to watch. Let's watch Transylvania 6 5 That's amazing. <laughs> So, yeah, I had never heard of this movie because I thought it was both funny. Um, <laughs> nor had I ever seen it. <laughs> um, it is deceptively hard to find, but you can find it on Amazon, apparently. So, yeah, some of you had seen it, some of you had not seen it. Does anybody want to take a stab at the plot? Mm-hmm. Is so, there one? Yeah. There's plot light at the beginning, and then about uh-huh. a half an hour through, they yeah. just kind of abandon mm-hmm. it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's loose. It's it a is loose. loose. Mm-hmm. So 
two guys who are journalists for a really crappy newspaper are sent to Transylvania to track down Frankenstein, which is not the country you'd find him in anyway, but we'll ignore that fact. Okay. Um, so um, they run into Frankenstein and a wolfman and a slew of other classic monsters and find out that they're not what they appear <gasps> on the surface. What? <laughs> and that's basically what happens. That is totally just it. <laughs> I wish the there was um, some inner, like, deeper meaning. I'm trying to find... What was I trying to find? No, it was 1985. We, we didn't need any of that nonsense. We didn't need mm-hmm. any of that stuff in 1985. No, we have Norman Fell. Uh, Mr. Roper is yelling at them, like, find me a story. And then, did we ever determine what everybody knows Ed Begley from, except from everything? Oh, well, and he also had a reality TV show. Did he have a TV yeah, show? Yeah, because he's super, super into... Um, Oh, gosh, I can't think of what it's called. It's like he has, like, solar panels on his house, and he recycles. Oh, is he and, super like, green? He, yeah, he has, like, a oh, bicycle that powers. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. good job at Begley. So, and Junior? his wife is super not like that. So they have a little reality show <gasps> of living with Ed. That's amazing. I want to watch that show. That's fantastic. He was Stan Sitwell in Arrested Development. Uh, mm. I don't know. Yeah, he's in a million things. You guys all know Ed Begley Jr. I promise you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the blonde guy with, like, the weird lisp. The but, like, a half lisp. He's in Ghostbusters. He's, he's done a million he's things. In he's in everything. He was very much a character actor in he's, the time frame of this particular movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. from, like, 85 to movies. 90. Yes. But he is very much like, oh, it's that guy. Because mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah. One minute. Certainly. Cannot mm-hmm. place. Yeah, I know his crazy. name. I know his face. But I never, ever mm-hmm. put them together. Exactly. But I was like, oh, yeah, that's it's Jr. that one guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we also have, what do you call We have Jeff Goldblum and Ed Begley. So they have to go to Transylvania. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And they take a bus. And Katie was really good at reading. She's real literate. Because <laughs> I was looking at the word and I'm like, trans, so trans, trans. Uh, so yeah, I am not literate, but it's just Transylvania trans. <laughs> to be fair, it was a whole lot of letters real close together. They yeah. were real close together. Uh, there was there's, a, there's a wide variety of letters so in the word Transylvania. Yes, I have to think about it. I have to go Transylvania. The best like, part of that is it. have they left the, like, arrow thing off of the front. It could have been Transylvania Transit, but no, no. It's just Transylvania Trans. Trans. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, no, this name is far too long. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> we have to take off the... Take it. Just the it. We have to take it off. Oh, this guy? No way. Hold on. So it was directed by Rudy DeLuca. Yeah, so he's a pretty big director. I was looking into him. He did other ones like, um, he he worked on the Carol Burnett show. (gasps) No way. Um, He wrote Spaceballs. He wrote Spaceballs. He wrote Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah, he did some big ones from that era. Yeah. We love him. Yeah. (laughs) Great job, that guy. Are you okay now? (laughs) Super okay. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, good job, this guy. This movie... I feel redeems everything that I put you through last week, Annie, and I still apologize to this day. Okay. We are not even going to mention the name of it, um, but I still feel real bad about it. So yeah, this movie was hilarious and amazing, and we have our plot. Does anybody want to point out anything that they just thought was amazing? Everything Carol Kane did was amazing. I want to be her when I grow up. Uh-huh. I feel mm-hmm. like she's very much my spirit animal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let my hair grow out blonde, and I'm going to get a perm. <laughs> yeah, That's what I'm doing next. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I Everything was just so quick. There are so yeah. many very quick jokes that if you 
if, if you find if you find yourself laughing at something, you're going to miss, miss something else. Something else. Oh, because yeah. everything is just so lightning fast. I love the intersection of the jokes that are so quick and then the jokes that you can see coming like a mile away. Mm-hmm. It's such a like perfect combination of both of those things. Like the electrified skag. That's <laughs> 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 my favorite. They're standing outside this asylum because they need to go in there because the doctor is there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so the doctor's there. He needs to go in there because they're looking for Frankenstein and nobody, they're all laughing at them when they start talking about Frankenstein. But they're looking through the asylum and there's all these, um, like, they're not guests. Residents? Residents of the asylum. And they're like sweeping the grass and they're like whatever. And um so Ed Begley Jr. is supposed to sneak in and he's like, What if the fence is electrified? And Jeff Goldblum so quickly like takes a rag, puts it on his hand, touches Ed Begley and puts his hand on it and says it's not electrified. (laughs) And just even like it was so quick. Just as quickly puts the handkerchief back. Like it was nothing. Like it, it, it's fine. It was oh, amazing. God. That was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Oh. Um, yes, <laughs> this movie is fantastic. I had to give the movie grief because at the beginning, the music by Lee Holdridge, um, the opening song isn't Transylvania Six Five Thousand, and like you know, two thousand and two Shannon was really upset about it because two thousand and two Shannon was like super swing dance Shannon, and I was emotional. But then they use it the rest of the movie, so um, beginning of the movie Shannon is now fine <laughs> because it's the ring on the telephone. And they go to this wine festival at the end, and they're like dancing. It's amazing, um, and so I'm like, okay, fine. You cannot have. Transylvania 65,000 at the beginning, or Pennsylvania, whatever. Um, <laughs> yes, what else do you guys have? I, I like the song we used at the beginning. I thought it was fun. It is fun. It's super 80s-tastic. Uh-huh. Everything about yeah. this oh, is yeah. just like, uh-huh. yeah. the whole Jeff movie. Just... suit is too big, because oh, why just make him a suit that fits oh, him. Um, Everyone is six foot four. Everyone so except tall. Michael Richards, who's six foot three. Uh, yeah. oh I don't gosh. understand how he got cast. He's six, <laughs> he's six four with the hair. Though. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Six four with the hair, but yeah, but Jeff, Jeff Goldblum's Goldblum. like six eight with the hair. That is also true. And then Ed Begley Jr. is six four. And then who else was six four? Um, Not Gina Principal Davis. Rooney. The Principal, Principal Rooney. Rooney. Um, hold on, Jeff, he has a real Jeffrey name. Jones. Jeffrey Jones is 6'4". Because as we were watching it, we know that Jeff Goldblum is tall. And he was also standing next to Norman Fell, who is Mr. Roper. And Mr. Roper is also quite tiny. And so you're like, oh, ho, 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 he's so tall, he's so short. But, like, everybody's tall. And you know Michael Richards is tall, but then, like... And Begley looks short next to him. And then we're just, how tall are these people? And yeah, then we start yeah. looking up everybody's heights. And they're all just, like... Gargantuan. Very lanky. And it's five two, so like everybody's huge. I just I just looked up how tall Gina Davis is, actually. Yes, she's six one, it, right? She's six she's six foot nothing. Oh. <gasps> wow. Um, Good job Still. her. She's not six four. She probably had heels on though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, she yeah. she looked really tall. I mean, six, six foot is really tall. She is Let's still. And I didn't know she was in that until she showed up as yeah. like weird Dracula looking chick, and I'm like, Gina? you didn't see her name in the opening credits? Yeah. No, because <laughs> I was painting my nails. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I have really cute nails, guys. Just, so that's cute. She's cool. the whole reason why this this movie fits our theme. Because she's the only, she's the only she's the vampire. vampire. Oh, I'm like, mm-hmm. 
Okay, yes. But she's not even. <laughs> she's, she's not, she's not even a real vampire. She, she does it for attention. Spoiler alert. She does it for attention. That's my favorite thing. But then I won't get attention. But didn't Nicolas Cage also. Never mind. No, we're not talking about that. We can mention Dracula because every time they're like, oh, Frankenstein. Dracula. Shouldn't you be looking for Dracula? Dracula? This guy. Oh, Principal Rooney. So ridiculous. Yeah, Principal Rooney had like a really bad. Transylvanian accent. Oh, so bad. Yeah. I'm gonna go <laughs> with. Real bad. I feel like most of the accents were not. Oh, great. the whole yeah. All, also, every accent was bad. But I also feel like it was probably on purpose. It yeah. wasn't. Yeah. It definitely yes. was not taking it too seriously. And I no. wasn't, you know, picturing people like on the sidelines being like, uh, Mr. Jones, can you please sound a little more accurate because yeah. this is a very serious <laughs> film. You know, we had a good discussion that we think. That this movie, like, started out as, like, being a serious movie, and mm-hmm. then they were like, actually, this is all gag reel footage, so we're going to turn it into its own movie, Reshoot. which is we amazing. What would the title have been, though? Because that title is a great gag, so it would be just Transylvania. Transylvania. Maybe it was. They would have just put it in a different font. Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Transylvania 6. Because <laughs> oh, everyone has to be over six feet tall. <laughs> Gina Six Davis just barely made it in there. Carol Kane and oh her husband fellow. Who was he? Let's find him. Oh, I was trying to figure out what else I'd seen him in, but John he looks Biner? like somebody that you'd seen in other stuff, but he's not that person. And he is definitely he not the, six feet. No, no they're both they little. <laughs> and when we say little, we mean they're like average human height. They're yeah. Probably, yeah, he's probably little. five eight or something, or five nine, and Carol Kane's like five four. No, he's done a tall. bunch of voices too. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, he did a bunch of voices, and then there's a girl. Um, hold on, I'll look up her name too. I did not catch anybody's name in this movie, and I don't know if that was just me. Like, do you guys know Jeff Goldblum or Ed Begley Jr.'s names? I do, yeah. In the Jack. movie? Oh, Jack. There's Jack. Yeah, because we hear... And Gil. Yes. Gil, mm-hmm. good job. I missed those completely, and it wasn't until I was like, his but name I, is Jack? But I, I only remember mean. that because they, they do... The only reason that I remember that his name is Gil is because we have the the character that you were talking about, little 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 guy, no, normal size man, um, who was tiny by comparison, and mm-hmm. he who calls every, who calls everybody master throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had that whole gag where he's like, "You don't have to call me master, just call me Gil," and he was having a really hard time getting the words out of his mouth. He's like, "Nah, just screw it, just call me master." There you go. <laughs> but that's the only reason I remember that he had a name. Good job. No, I missed him completely. But in that, so Gina Davis isn't, like, in the first couple, because she's not, like, huge in the movie. And so it wasn't until she appeared and I started scrolling through that I'm like, Gina Epping Davis is in this. <laughs> what is happening? Um, oh, gosh. So, yeah, Principal Rooney uh, owns this hotel and this John... Opening Bi- soon. Mm-hmm. The hotel the is opening soon. It's it also the mayor. soon. Is this another time where Jeff Goldblum has to go to, like, a resort situation that isn't open to the public yet? And then James <laughs> Yes. Oh, my gosh. He's really good at that. He's Different kind of Stop going to pre-opened resorts, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, he's typecast. He's found his niche. <laughs> but he has, um, like, a, a butler kind of guy. He has, like, two, like, helper guys. We have John Viner, who is Radu. Radu. Something. There you go. And we also have Michael Richards, um, who I am not the biggest Michael Richards fan, so every time he yeah. came on, he was like the, yeah, now we have to have Michael Richards time. Um, oh, I love 
I, I think he's so funny in this movie. I think though. he is too. He was oh, amazing. I, I'm kind of with Shannon on this. I'm not a huge Michael Richards fan. And I think it's because of the movie UHF. I don't know if anybody uh, else saw UHF. Anybody oh, seen years ago? I did with Weird Al. Mm-hmm. He's he's just he's so much. It's so much. <laughs> yeah. I love him. Yeah. In and movie. in this movie, yeah. he was like extra so much. That oh was, no, even more than. Oh wow. man, I just oh he's so, well because I loved he was it. he was the physical comedy aspect because you yeah. had you had the written comedy or the physical mm-hmm. comedy. Uh, you had the like sneaky little references to other things, so he he had to bring sort of that. I understand. I, I understand his purpose. Uh, I loved him. No, I don't, because we have everybody else that's doing physical stuff too. Because even Ed Begley is doing yeah. physical stuff, and then we have that's Carol Kane and her yeah. husband guy kind of going back and forth. Which yeah. I want to be her in this movie when I grow up because <laughs> she was amazing and she like, stress. I feel like Carol emanates comedy from her face. She also has she face just, comedy. Like, yeah. And so her much. voice. She, like, she, can't, she, yeah. she yeah. just can't. She's just funny. All she just time. is. She just yeah. is comedy. <laughs> that, yeah. So I, I'm i of the opinion that I'm sure I'm going to be alone that you could just conveniently remove him, Michael Richards, uh-huh. and I would not have, like, there would be nothing missing from this movie. For I, I, I love the minute. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think it, it was spe- – I loved all – but I love those, like, mm-hmm. stupid physical gags. Like, yeah. the like the hand and the leg. The oh, leg was my oh, favorite. Oh, like, leg. yeah. Leg so they, in the like, door. shut him in the door, and then they go to pull his hand. His hand gets caught, but then it's a fake hand. Well, then later when he sticks his real leg in the door, and the guy, like, he yanks him out of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that was right. He's bit. doing really, really good pratfalls. When they opened the door, and he was writing some sort of, like, Mechanical coin operated giraffe horse thing. It's so great. I love it. You're like, what the hell are you doing in this closet? And why is it in this closet? I do I do have to admit that was pretty good. Him looking around trying to find my closet. Because it almost looked like he was like just outside his door, like at the top of the stairs. Like he carried it upstairs and like put it down right outside the door and like that was one of the ones where I'm like, you don't need to be here. Go away. I did love. I did like the build up to that one though because it sounded like laboratory noises right. and here's yeah, Morgan yeah. like what's going on I'm really fun to and he opens up the door and it's a full grown man I'm a big fan of the giraffe he's writing a he's writing a he's just starts pulling banana peels out hey look I can slip on this you can do it you can do it like why chasing him down the driveway holding out of the back of his <laughs> I love him so much. So oh, oh, yes. <laughs> every single time he came on screen, I'm like, yep, this is where I paint my thumb now. Because <laughs> none of this matters. But like I said, I don't like, uh, and I keep calling him Keith Richards. With <laughs> Michael Richards. <laughs> Michael Richards. Jesus. I should say Kramer. Everybody will know who Kramer is. Okay, we're talking about that guy. We're talking about that guy. Holy moly. There's, why? I had a question mark. I even drew my little, like, crazy eyes. Uh, Michael Richards opens the door and he has the doll and he's like pretending to like (laughs) (laughs) nothing he does makes any sense. But the the doll's dress to show them underneath too. That was really weird. Like why? (laughs) I I didn't realize that was a doll at first. It looked like like a little kid. Manipulating the thing behind the door. (laughs) (laughs) Making the weirdest noises. (laughs) (laughs) The face looked real, real. Yeah, I did. At the beginning, I'm like, yeah. 
It's freaky. That did me no sense. <laughs> um, I have Jeff Goldblum's oversized jackets. Oh, yeah. uh, I yeah. have now they have suitcases when they totally didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, suitcases appear out of nowhere. They're like, <laughs> totally walking around with no bags. Oh, I forgot to look up Jeff Goldblum's girlfriend's name. Um, is it so Rebecca? The, no, is no. it? The no. character name. Is um, Elizabeth. 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 Not one of those like Rebecca. Yeah, but it's like an eighties, nineties common girl's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh it's Teresa uh we're gonna go with Gonzelle. Mm-hmm. And she does a bunch of voices mm-hmm. um on a bunch of different things like Bobby's World and Rugrats yeah. and oh. Yeah and All Real Monsters and she okay. has done like so many voices. Um <laughs> but they're all just like like even um currently she'll be um oh shoot. I'm trying to think of m- modern animated movies that she just does all the additional voices. Well, oh, not all yeah. of them, but she does a handful of additional voices Inside for Out? Yeah, Inside Monsters Out. University? Thank, thank oh, you. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. John's on it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Toy Story 3, she's all over. Disney. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. She just does a ton of additional voices, which makes my heart happy. Because also, 10-year-old Shannon, um, as when she was playing Mario, she also wanted to be a voiceover actor. And then she moved far away from where all the work was. <laughs> She's real smart. <laughs> um, but yeah, he like meets her on the bus and then, or doesn't meet her on the bus, sees her on the bus, gets off the bus, introduces himself, and she had the best line where, oh. She. <laughs> yes. He, uh, <clears throat> he mentioned that he saw her but didn't have the confidence to go up and talk to her. And she says, well, now you'll be better for rejection. Yes. yes. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. the greatest line. And I'm like, thank you, lady. You're amazing. Yeah. And then they keep going on dates. But yeah. there's a moment where he, like, leaned in to say something, like, I don't know, maybe romantic or whatever. And she just, like, pulled out a banana from the back of his Yeah. I think in that same scene, because she had that... The brimmed Ridiculous hat. hat. Yeah. I don't know if you can call it a hat because there was no top. It yeah. just like strapped around. It was, it was just like a brim. An all around visor. She, she, had, had, a, thing, she had a wrap around visor, whatever yeah. the heck it was. Yeah. And he looked over to um, to say something to her and the visor got him in the eye. And it was another <laughs> one of those quick things that if you yes. looked away yeah. for five seconds, you would have missed it. But he was yeah. like holding his eye and trying to be all small. <laughs> like, oh. That's anyway, hilarious. that's what I was saying. And yeah, like one of their dates, they're on a picnic and then she pulls out a banana and starts eating the banana. And she's like, yeah, chocolate, I'll help you. <laughs> uh, so and then offers him some. <laughs> yes. And he's like, no thanks, I'll he, like, wait. He stops talking and she's like, no, continue. Yeah. Because he's like leaning in to kiss her and she yeah. pulls out the banana. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I good. think... That I think people like that when you're about to kiss them and you're just like, here, banana. Um, I'll try it and let us know. Okay. <laughs> Stephen wouldn't like that. Jordan will be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you call it? So yeah, they're trying to, he's trying to date her. She, I don't think, wants to date him. And I think she's obliging him because it's the 80s. And um, then her daughter gets out lost. that she's really good with a um, wine bottle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. the purpose of all of their dates states. is to build that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then her daughter goes missing in the forest, um, and she runs into all of the creatures, and they're going through the forest, and then that's when we meet all these creatures. And there's, like, a Frankenstein monsters kind of creature, and we have a wolfman kind of creature, mm-hmm. and we have, like, a guy in the lake. Oh, yeah, the contortionist like guy. Yeah. We haven't talked about him yet. Yeah, there's, like, a contortionist guy. Uh, well, you know they don't really talk about him anymore in the in the film, either. Like, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a monster a, name, and he doesn't show up again the, at the end. He's the Twisted Man. The yeah, they didn't understand. Yeah, he's called the Twisted Man. He's called the Twisted Man. Like, in his his credit, he's Twisted Man, but nothing else. But he doesn't show up again at the end. Nope. Nope. They don't try to explain him. We don't get an explanation for that guy. They're like, oh, we brought in this really twisted dude. 
We have no explanation. someone to grab his crotch when he stands in the water, but we don't want to make a story for him. So if you could just do this and then leave, that'd be <laughs> we, yeah. Yeah. we need to hit the crotch joke. You come here. Okay, now goodbye. Play, play in the water. Now we need to stand in the lab and like put your leg over your shoulder. All right, you're done. Oh, well, yeah. Then he was in one of the cells in the lab too, though. Yeah. So. He did the weird like between the between bars. The bars uh-huh. Yeah. And oh. and your work here is done. And Bagley Jr. got in the water because he climbed down the tree, saw Frankenstein's monster, and then backed up into the he water. Didn't, he, he climbed, climbed down, down the tree. He climbed Frankenstein's down the tree monster. onto Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> and then he, like, shared the weirdest, like, moment where I was like, I don't know if he's going to cry or That's if he's going to kiss him favorite or if he's going to laugh. <laughs> Frankenstein was real uncomfortable. He does. And then he, like, so long. He had, like, It was. It was, like, 20 seconds so good. Oh my god. His facial expressions the whole time was See, I want to know how many takes that took. (laughs) Someone get on trivia. We'll figure this out. So Um, It was ridiculous. So yeah, then he like stumbled into the water, right? Because he was all startled. Very slowly. Very cool. And then that's when he gets grabbed by the crotch and then he starts running off. But ultimately they have, it's in the base, it's in the basement, right? Is it of the castle? I think so. Um, There's this whole like, um, like lab, like mm-hmm. Frankenstein lab kind of situation, and then that's where we have all of these different. Uh, I'm gonna use quotes monsters. So they're trying to. Um, eventually, they start explaining them all because they're trying to leave. They're in a carriage. The townspeople with pitchforks. They're all just like that. And then, um, so then he starts explaining all of them, and Jeff Goldblum is like, "No, no, no! It's not Frankenstein." Hey, remember this guy, like, Bob? Remember when he got in that car accident? Well, like, he was hurt. Now this is all of his reconstructive surgery. And then the doctor's like, yeah, I'm trying to save his life. Ed Bigley in that scene just cracks that. Doing people's toupees and headscarves. He is the crowd. trying to like explain what's going on and Ed Begley is in the um in the crowd and going like yeah totally no I totally remember that guy and just like yeah <laughs> he takes the guy's toupee <laughs> yeah. and he, starts, he takes hats and he's like I totally believe you what a good guy and he's like all over the place I, I did like how just with the with the reveal of the the quote unquote Frankenstein monster mm-hmm. to the entire village who just happens to be having a large festival carrying the child that looks like she's dead but carrying, she's really just yeah, asleep. Carrying this child who has fallen asleep <laughs> at and this this huge dramatic lead up and everybody thinks this child is dead and and, and now we're going to logically, you know, burn this monster. <laughs> Because everyone brought their torches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Transylvania. Damn it, that's what you do. Yeah. Just yeah. gotta have it on hand. Right. Um, I, so I looked up some trivia. Oh, not didn't you. find what we wanted, oh. but I did find a delightful piece of information. Share share with us. So the lunch preparation scene between yes. Carol Kane and uh, John Biner. Yes, I read the about The script's this. only direction was cut fruit and serve. The rest of it is improvised. <laughs> Um, can we talk about the fact that the scientist is only a mad scientist when he's within the, yeah. the boundaries <laughs> yeah. of the lab yeah. and then they're having a fight. Are you okay? Do they, like, 
shoves him out that? the door, and he's like, oh, what's that? What's Are you okay? Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, it's when he had his, like, Mr. They, uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde yeah. situation when he's back and forth. They, I don't think they ever explained that, They didn't that, explain did they? it, but um, Odette, the vampire played by, uh-huh. the vampire played by Gina Davis. She knew. Um, she knew, and she just yeah. yelled over the top, like, you gotta get him out of the get lab. Get him out of the lab. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you want some coffee? <laughs> Let me go get it. <laughs> oh, God. I like that his sign for that transformation is mussing his hair. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was really funny. I'm going to tell you a thing about well, that. They're oh, like fight or struggle they're yeah. just like hugging each other and like rolling around on the wall like mm. back and forth <laughs> that's not how you fight well there's only so much Jeff Goldblum can do swimming in that jacket <laughs> that's, that's fair so there's fair. another that's moment a struggle, man. he was in a fight with someone and they just like hugged each other and fell over yeah the wolfman yeah. yeah yeah. and then they and just laid there on the ground and were like oh we're struggling <laughs> the wolfman who wears Levi's and shoes yeah. <laughs> he's not a wolfman because he is the fortune teller in the oh, town's yeah, the son, son. So the fortune teller's son is a wolf man, but he just has the like hypertrichosis. There you go. Good job remembering the word. Where he just grows a lot of hair. And so they're working on the doctor is working on electrolysis for him. And there's like a little bald patch on his tummy. (laughs) (laughs) With my one tiny little circle bald patch. I feel like he has like two of my favorite lines in the whole movie. One being, now I can go to the beach, but yes. um, after that awkward like hug fight that they have, um, and, and the and the mad scientist tried to talk to the wolfman, and he's like, why did you attack him? And he's like, well, he scared me. <laughs> you look like that, and he scared you? <laughs> um, another, so, oh, yeah, so good. <laughs> another fun trivia fact. So we, t- we discussed the fact that because Gina Davis is nine feet tall, um, that she and Jeff Goldblum were paired a lot. This yeah. is the first time they met was during is this it? film. Yeah. Okay. They'd never met until this film. And so from that point forward, they were cast together. Aww. So great. Fun fact. You're tall. All of them are tall. <laughs> you fit right in. <laughs> you know, Miss Gina Davis, we really like you and we love stuff, you. but you are stupid tall and we can't cast you. We don't have anybody to go with yeah. you. I know a guy. And they're all <laughs> of them. Oh, okay. Okay. Does Let she me... take him to all auditions with her? She compared me with this is fine. That's an accessory. That's great. I brought my own Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> we only asked you to bring a monologue, but thank you. Uh, I came prepared. I think if somebody were to walk in the room and be like, here, I brought my Jeff Goldblum. I'm cast. Like, yes, done. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Cast. I love cast it. that person. Then your job's easier. You don't have to go through the whole process of casting yeah. that guy then. Yeah. yeah. I thank you all helpful. for coming, but we've already cast everyone. <laughs> it's all Jeff Goldblum. It's all Jeff thank Goldblum. You. I think Jeff Goldblum had one of my favorite lines in the movie when he was arguing <laughs> with What's-His-Face, and he's like, you incredible asshole. <laughs> he had really good lines. Yeah, he did. I really did like, like the just the dynamic and the chemistry between Ed Bailey Jr. and... Um, and Jeff Goldblum, with Jeff, with Jeff Goldblum being like this doubting Thomas, mm-hmm. and um, and Gil, oh. Jack and Jill. Jack, Jack and Gil. Jack and Jill. Not to confuse with Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill. That's what oh, I almost said. So thank you. Oh, that's why. Um, but um, Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> but here, and here's Gil, like absolutely determined to find evidence of Frankenstein's monster to the point of ridicule from the entire town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here we have, you know, Jeff Goldblum who's being kind of an asshole, and he's like, "Yeah, you go. I'm gonna, you know, 
go try to get in this woman's pants. You go find. <laughs> you go you find. find or, oh my gosh! There's a conversation between them about his career history. <laughs> when he talks about that. <laughs> the story. The story that his father gave him to find people who look like their pets. And he was like, "No, you just found people who look like animals and gave them pets." <laughs> That's called initiative. <laughs> together we should see if they did other movies that was fun they were so quick together and it makes me wonder how much of that was improvised because so much of it so fast they are in pittsburgh together okay are there vampires in that no can we draw a tenuous line it's a documentary where it feels like a documentary but i have a hard time believing it's real it's where jeff goldblum falls in love with a canadian actress and her visas her work visas almost up so he like he's like i'm gonna get married and everyone's like that's a bad idea you've known her for like two weeks and so then he goes back to his hometown in Pittsburgh and convinces a local community theater to cast him as Harold Hill in their production of Music Man. But they have to cast his girlfriend so that she can stay in the country. Oh and my then gosh. he brings Ed Bigley to be the mayor's, um, the mayor. And then, oh, somebody else that's a big name to be the mayor's wife. And it's just, oh, it's just funny. a disaster. That's it's like hilarious. <gasps> We should watch that one. It's I think hilarious. it should be like tangential. We can totally watch. Yeah. I'm pretty cool. sure I have it. So cool. Elena's so. more a sentence in that movie. Yeah, oh my God. it's yes. it's a lot of and Moby. Um, oh yes. <laughs> it's a lot of really big fun names, and it, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, more tangent material. If you guys haven't seen it, the best thing on YouTube is a compilation of all of the filler sounds that Jeff Goldblum makes. In all of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten minutes long. I'm like, Jeff uh, like, uh, 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 uh. Yes. Makes the weirdest makes noises. So many, right? I would love movies. the link to that because I actually do a whole lesson with my students of like inaudible like noises because mm-hmm. they're so scared to I'm try sending it to you right now. Another interesting <laughs> trivia I saw. Yes. Another interesting trivia. The animal that they found in the bush. The very first one, oh, where the guy oh, yeah. and the oh, yeah. woman, uh-huh. that was that was the director. <laughs> I saw that he was in there, but I knew that. It says, oh, it says they, they filmed the scene with his pants down and bare butt showing, but they edited that out to get a PG-13 rating. That <laughs> makes it R. Oh, yeah, God. right? But now it has a PG rating. That makes sense, though, because yeah. then he was like, you shine the flashlight on his ass, and I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> we saw his back. We thought you were an animal. He, he is. is. He is. I love that. <laughs> the, the, still... the magic is gone. <laughs> I'm gonna. Was this before they divided PG and PG 13? No, that was I thought Indiana Jones. I thought it was Jurassic Park, and then I think it's it's 84 for Temple of Doom. Oh, okay. Wow. And um, because it wait. So it was the year before. This. No, Temple of Doom was released as PG. Red Dawn, a drama starring Patrick Swayze, became oh, the first oh. film to be released as PG thirteen. Oh, um, so Indiana Jones mm. made gave us PG thirteen because okay. Indiana Jones was PG. They were like, no, guys, this is slightly too scary. Yeah. And so well, that, I mean, and so this is being eaten by hard, alligators. <laughs> gotcha. That is scary. <laughs> <laughs> No, so they're trying to define all of the people, and then Gina Davis, like, hides herself, and she doesn't really have, like, a monster. Oh, no, we have a mummy, uh-huh. and the mummy is just, like, apparently just an ugly woman that he gave a bunch of plastic surgery to. Yeah. To wrap her into bandages, <laughs> and then uh-huh. put her in a coffin because she needed to be she in a dipped high... in the ugly lake. Yeah. Uh, so she needed, she needed a high oxygen... 
high oxygen. So right? my box. So a small yeah. box. So, so yeah. like a yeah. box. That makes no sense. She reminded me, oh gosh, I can't think of her name, of a really, really, really young, uh, what's her name? Oh, um, she played Paulette in Legally Blonde. Yes. I got um, that vibe too. Oh, that uh, chick from in the movie, the film version. Yeah, I uh-huh. she's one of those names that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's who that is. Because uh, she's in Best of Show, she's in all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she reminded me of a super young her. And she plays Amanda in an episode of Friends. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say, that's um, what that character made me think. Oh, yeah, the mom is like, from uh, the Zubas. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm so content. <laughs> I've never counted on Bazoobas. Oh. <laughs> That was so, so like her tone of voice when she was saying uh, that line. I was like, "That's like what's her face?" It's so ridiculous. Jessica so we, something. Jessica. Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer. Jennifer. There Jennifer you go. Coolidge. Yep. Um. So yeah, we have Mummy Chick who just had a bunch of plastic surgery, and then Gina Davis. They finally show her, <laughs> and she doesn't have like an issue. She just thinks she's ugly and wears teeth. She had a nose job. And she had a nose job, and then she wears like a weird cape and like a. It's not a shirt. Wrestling singlet? It's, it's like a sing- yeah. It's like a leotard cut it's down like to her belly button something. Yeah. It's a very tight situation. <laughs> yeah. She's got yeah. like fancy bandoliers on. Like that's yeah. all like just a strip of fabric. Just a strip yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Like, it was very like Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, like, yeah. Get physical. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, when you, you have only 2% body fat, you know. I know. <laughs> it was so weird. So, yeah, she dresses like that, and then ultimately she thinks she's unattractive, and she's trying to make out with Ed Begley Jr., and he's like, you're so beautiful, and she's like, I'm so ugly, and he's like, no, you're so beautiful. And then we learn she got a nose job, and apparently that's why she's beautiful now or something, yeah, and then it's But they like, missed the hair. She needed a better hair. And then she has mm-hmm. ridiculous hair. It was 1985. It was 80s hair. It, it was, was really 80s. 80s. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so then she wanted attention. That's why she dresses like that. That's why she has fangs in. And that's uh, the... That is our vampire. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, yeah. She's like, I wanted attention. But she was also, like, sneaking into people's rooms and, like, jumping out of corners. Like, you would get attention that way as well if you weren't dressed that way. Because <laughs> you're just, like, breaking and entering. <laughs> you know. Is it, would it be better somehow if you were pretending to be a vampire? Like, if you just break into somebody's house because you want to break into their house. I need you to experiment. Break into several houses. <laughs> half of them as a vampire, half of them not, and them not. let us know the results. I will <laughs> make it out of this. I will not let you down. <laughs> make sure you have an exit survey. Um, so, is there anything else specifically about this movie that you want to add? Because it's... I really enjoyed it, except for Michael Richards. I still hold that he could have been cut out of oh. this shit. But it's, it's glorious. Watch it. It's a really great, like... Let's have a goofy Halloween party mm-hmm. kind of movie. Yeah, I don't good. know why this isn't on all of those like the third like you watch thirty like Halloween. Thirty nights of Halloween. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I don't, don't know why this isn't ever on those. It's really, it's very underrated. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. Oh, it yeah. should be with as many um, people that are names in, yeah. for yeah, yeah big names for the time. Yeah. With, for as many mm-hmm. famous people as it had in it, mm-hmm. it is very under the radar. Yeah, I have no like I have never heard of it. We had. Um, like, we couldn't find it anywhere. Our video store said they had it, but then didn't have it. And so we're just like, how does this, how does this have these people in it? And it See, doesn't exist anywhere. I feel bad that I, did, I didn't I did know that you didn't have it because I own it. 
I was going to call you. Didn't I, I say I was going to call? You were like, I, 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 Rin, I totally <laughs> own this movie. I was going to ask you, and then I forgot, because that's my life. <laughs> um, but you can get it on Amazon. Amazon does have it. Um, so that was real convenient. So you guys should all go watch this right now. It's so um, good. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, we have to go around officially. Would you recommend this? Would you recommend this as a movie or as a vampire movie? I don't think I can actually recommend it as a vampire movie because mm-hmm. the only vampire we have in the movie is fake. But mm-hmm. just as a really great and fun and entertaining film, absolutely. I'd recommend it a million times. It's one of my favorites. Yay! Yeah, I agree. I think that um, I don't know if it would qualify officially as a vampire movie, um, but I would also recommend it in a heartbeat to anyone and everything. And it was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, calling it a vampire movie is a stretch, because the link there is a little tenuous, but I would absolutely recommend it. It was great. Yay! I think it's a new twist on a monster movie, but definitely not vampires. Mm, I really yeah. like their explanations at the end on why everybody was I was trying to see if it was word. produced by Universal, because they're the ones that own all that stuff, and so I was wondering if right. it was, because they kept saying Dracula. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey, you keep going. Um, but I would recommend it, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, tis the season, why not? Yeah. <laughs> it's, if you like, what was it, uh, Spaceballs was one of them, mm-hmm. then, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. If you love that movie, you'll love this one. Yeah. And it had a very young Frankenstein feel to yeah, it. Yeah, very mm-hmm. much so. Yeah. Um, I say I think it's a great palate cleanser for like after you watch a like super <laughs> spooky movie, it's a great Halloween movie to like make you laugh so you can go to sleep. Yeah. Um. So I a million times would recommend this movie. I nearly laughed myself to tears in it, and I loved it. Yeah, it's it's just it's so campy. It is yeah. campy beyond <laughs> all reason, and <clears throat> those are the best things. People need that in their lives. We yes. need more of that. I want everybody to add this to their watch this for 30 days of Halloween kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Because we get a lot of like, you need to watch Halloween Town and you need to watch like, don't, I'm, I'm, Halloween I'm, I'm against, I'm going to say this, I'm afraid that you all are going to stab me, that like, you have to watch Hocus Pocus every year, but like, there are better ones and more fun ones. I don't mind Hocus Pocus, except that there was one year that everybody decided that they remembered it and loved it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're the because host. Because I'm hipster so. about that. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just like, or you could have just liked it the whole time. You're the host, so we probably won't kill you, but we'll remember that. Well, my husband is gone, <laughs> and we are in a garage. Don't worry, it's true. did just seem to go out the door. He did just leave, so I have no one to defend me. I don't know where the dog is. And Felix will defend me. Felix will not defend me. Are you kidding me? He will eat Oscar. my face as I'm laying dying. Oscar will request snacks. Oscar will ask for the popcorn that's still on the table. Yeah, no. No, there are a bunch of movies on there where I'm like, yeah, like, this one is so much fun and ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It should be added to all those movies. Where yeah, last definitely. week's movie I want burned and removed from like the Chronicles of History, and this one I yes. want pushed up toward the top more. Yeah. yeah it I was agree. super ridiculous and hilarious and fun. Um is that it for well, everybody? Do we want to talk about Bugs Bunny? Oh, we can talk about Bugs Bunny. I feel like we need to sing the song first. Have a song on oh, here. the da 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 Has this entered the public domain? Shit. Oh, we did only sing about 10 seconds of it. I think that counts. Okay. It was hilarious. So I'll look 
if we have to pay the I'm looking at it right now. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit. Got excited. Oh, God. What are you doing? So, yes, most certainly I thought that the Bugs Bunny one was an hour and a half because they had some, like, longer Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm just drunk and making that up, too. And so I thought that that was what we were watching. Someone he, breaking into my Jordan is leaving again. No, Jordan is leaving again. He was checking to make sure I wasn't dead. Um... <laughs> That's what do you call it? He could um, feel that we were talking about Hocus Pocus. So <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, does anybody want to, what's the plot of Bugs Bunny? It's <laughs> like, it's seven minutes long. It's like every other Bugs Bunny. Yeah, he's, Bugs Bunny. he's brewing underground and he pops his little head out and we have a, whoop, shouldn't have taken that left turn in Albuquerque moment. That is exactly what I was going to say. um... <laughs> He winds up in a strange location and hilarity ensues. And this strange location count just blood count. happens to be count, count, blood blood count. count. count blood count. With like the most ridiculous vampire with a tooth, like a piece of his upper lip missing where his drawn in tooth goes. Yeah, um, like, like on both sides. Yeah, with just like a little jack o' lantern face. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a little. Yep. Yeah, pumpkin face. Yeah. And then he's following around, and then he just wants a phone, which is, like, straight-up Rocky Horror. Yeah. <laughs> which is, like, castles don't have phones, assholes. Asshole. Um, yes. I have good news. Can we sing it? It's in the public domain as Yay! of January 2015. Yay! Okay, don't sue us, because nobody can. <laughs> so what do we call it he's walking around and he needs a phone and then they're just like here's your room and he's like I don't want a room I want a phone idiot first. you must rest, rest first phone tomorrow yeah and so then he totally takes a book off the shelf which is like magic words um, then he learns abracadabra which turns Dracula into a bat and then he learns hocus pocus which like turns him back but he can and also then, turn himself into an umpire. Uh-huh. And he turns himself into a baseball bat. Baseball mm-hmm. bat. And apparently it also works on him, but later. Because mm-hmm. you know Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so hilarity ensues, and he keeps turning him into... Uh, Dracula's holding a brick, and he's like, I'm going to crush you. And then he turns him into a bat, and then the brick falls on him. And then he turns himself back into a thing, and then it's hilarious. Yep, three times, because comedy comes in threes. Because threes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but then, then he learns he can mix those words up. <gasps> Abracapocus. And then he turns, like, he's all mixed and he's mm-hmm. part bat, part human. And then what's the other hocus cadabra? Hocus cadabra. Something. And then he's, like, the other way switched. <laughs> and then where does he end up going? He, he ends up saying a bunch of names of um, of cities. Yeah, he said Walla uh, Walla Washington. Well, yeah, that was the yeah. last one. He turns last him one. into a, a two-headed, two-headed vulture. vulture. That's right. Because, uh, but a, like a, a gentleman two-headed vulture because, because there's a two-headed lady vulture outside. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they they have a new boy. It's so romantic. Uh, they so they start chasing him. Romantically. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then so he walks around and he finds his phone. And In then... In a coffin, because that's where I keep my phone. Mm -hmm. And so he's calling the place to, like, get a... The Acme Travel Agency. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Naturally. Um, And then he says one of the Hocus Pocus words, and then grow his bunny ears turn into bat wings. And he's like, never mind, I'm just going to fly there. And then flies away. Yeah. I'm glad that wasn't an hour and a half, actually. (laughs) I think my favorite bit is when Blood Count is a little bat... And then Bugs Bunny is a baseball bat, and then Count Von, Count, Count whatever the yeah. man yeah. makes, he puts glasses on himself. He's like, you wouldn't hit a bat with glasses. <laughs> totally does. He does. Bugs Bunny oh has gosh. no scruples like that. He's like, I'll hit you. Oh, it's ridiculous. I like the one where he's a little bat and he's hanging down, and then he's singing, um, 
the song, and then he's like, la la da 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 da, hocus pocus, <laughs> and then he turns into a human and he falls because he's <laughs> hanging from that feet. Um, I also didn't understand why he was walking on his bat wings, um, because bats have feet. Yeah. And so they can walk on their bat feet. I feel like but he had, like, claws on his bat wings. Him as a bat didn't have feet. He was, like, a little no, furry didn't. tribble yeah. with wings. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, yay. Now we watched Looney Tunes vampires. <laughs> and we watched Jeff Goldblum not vampires. So great. Um, <laughs> so we kind of had vampires today. Mm-hmm. And two-headed vultures. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you would like to add before this meeting is adjourned? No. Cool. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, for some reason, I read everything wrong, and I thought it was only, like, Katie and Jillian and I, and I'm like, oh, it'll just be a nice, quiet movie. And so, it was very uproarious and fun, so thank you all of us for joining me. Okay, well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us, and thank you out there for also joining us. Uh, so thank you, everybody. We've got things that you can follow us on. Uh, we have... Oh, shit. We have Instagram and we have Facebook at Vampire Movie Club. And then we have Twitter at Vamp Movie Club. And then we have an email at VampireMovieClub at gmail.com. And you can communicate with us on any one of those platforms. And you can tell us your favorite vampire movie or some sort of vampy story that you have. Or um, if you have an obscure movie that you need to add to our list, you can contact us that way and let us know. Um, because we, yes, our list, oh, our list grew a little bit, you guys. Oh, did it? Yeah, I think Uh-oh. we're at 743 now. Oh, I forgot. Um, it grew last week. We're at 743, guys. So if you know some obscure uh, vampire movie that we need to add to our list, like, I want to say don't tell us, because um, we've got a lot. <laughs> uh, but please tell us, because I like to uh, be thorough. Because um, that's just me, and I need all of the information. Well, we still kind of have to go through and figure out what's porn. Right? I do. That is a thing. That I need to do, and I can do those in five more days. I am work free, kind of, in five days. Um, and so then I'll be able to go through and search on my own home computer what is porn. Um, as opposed to like, I'm at work, let's look up vampire movies. Oh, this is porn. Maybe I shouldn't be searching this. Um, so don't do that, guys. Um, but I will be home more often in a week. And so I will be able to like search through and find out what's porn. And then my poor mom is going to be like, why are you looking up porn? Because apparently my mom talks like that. (laughs) She's ridiculous. Uh, But yes, um, if you have more movies, tell us. You can also, oh, Jordan was better at saying this. If you review us on iTunes and things like that and give us all the stars and say nice things um because I'm fragile um and tell your friends because mine are all here so you should tell your friends to listen to this because then that'd be cool um because more vampire movies yay we would like to thank Caravan of Thieves for the use of their song The Fun House Entrance from the album The Fun House you all should get it it's a look at Jit Good uh album because I had it and I was listening to it I'm like I should use this song for our podcast and then we did yay so thank you Caravan of Thieves for being kick-ass like that um and go buy that cd for them because they're cool too and thank you everyone for joining us and don't suck It's a beautiful world if you look at a glance It's a dream if you stare, it's a scream If you wait in the light
Because you can just listen for his laugh because it's yep. very distinctive it's and unbelievably joyful. Yeah, you can always oh, tell. Wonderful. Oh, he was in the audience for Rocky mm. and uh-huh. was also drunk. Was or, he? Remember, it was for he was there. For, you were there for his birth after he, he like gone out. For other his birthday. Katie said that I was drunk that night too, and I was not. No, you weren't. No, I was. Jordan I think was. Jordan was. Jordan, he if he wasn't drunk, he was. He was at least a little tipsy. He was feeling it. <laughs> he was. Relax. <laughs> and so it's so hard to be on stage when Jordan is in the audience laughing. Mm-hmm. There have been a couple shows that we've seen where people are just like, his laugh is so great. Can we, uh, when we saw Rocky at the VAC, they asked us to come back because I know callbacks and he just laughs well. Oh, and right. so they give a, they're like, do you want free tickets to see our show again? And we're just like, yes. Well, it's like anytime he's on stage and he's laughing, like it's guaranteed that that's also going to make the audience yeah, laugh. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's such a nerd. My husband is a it's nerd. It's the best laugh. This is the pro-Jordan podcast. <laughs> he's not even hearing any of it. I know. I'm going to cut all this out so this he doesn't say that in head. I want people to know he's, like, fun and talented and engaging and interesting. Um, She's going to keep that for herself. 